Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Mike Tyson devotional. This is episode one. It is Wednesday, January 22nd, 2020. So um, if you've been following along with uh, any of our either of our YouTube channels, you know that we were doing a devotional. So on a podcast. So this is going to be episode one. And I am joined by Beard Swag uh, on YouTube underscore swag father underscore on Instagram, and I'll have those. I'll have our social media links in the description of this podcast. Uh, but his name is Michael Cribs. How you doing today, Mike? Doing fantastic, brother. Doing fantastic. Hello, family. Cribs here. Well, yeah. Hello, family. Cribs here. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm doing great. How about you? I, I'm doing fantastic. You know, and uh, I'm just so thankful that we have the opportunity to. Uh, reach people on another level. Uh, we both have YouTube channels. We both have Instagram. We're both on Facebook. Uh, we live stream together. And now we get to spread the word of Jesus Christ together um, to all the other people that want to hear this and maybe some people that don't want to hear it that need to hear it. And um, to be able to put it out on a podcast form to reach another audience or give everybody out there another form uh, way to do this and to reach uh, the community through uh, podcasting. So I'm just extremely thankful that we have uh, that opportunity. And I kind of want to give everybody just a little quick backstory on on Mike and myself and how we came about um, as Mike Tyson. And uh, just long, long story short, uh, We've both been in the beard community. He's watched my YouTube videos and started making some of his own videos and becoming more prevalent on Instagram. I happened to see him one day, loved what he had to say uh, in his video. and was like, you know what? This is another Christian man. I just want to reach out to him and tell him I appreciate him and get to know this guy. So I reached out. Um, and from that uh, first message on, we've been like glue together. We've been brothers in Christ uh, we've been brothers, uh, and no matter how far the distance is between us, I think we we have a lifelong friendship that developed extremely fast, and we have the same goals, and that's to spread the love of Jesus and do everything in a in a faithful, godly way. So, uh, you want to add to that, Mike? Uh, it's just absolutely wonderful where where God fills these holes that that we are looking for and gives us strength through either miracles of life or people, uh, other people that, that you need to have in your life. And, and Tyson, you've been absolutely 100, not only tight, not only yourself, but your whole family. Um, it's an honor just to, regardless of the YouTube channels and the Instagram, uh, you are one of my best friends, 100%. And I've only known you for a few months. Um, that speaks volumes to the passion and the light that I saw in you as well. Um, I'm honored. And it's, it's wonderful to have another man that I can reach out to and bounce things off of and, and share my struggles with and be transparent with and have that trust because I know you are a child of God. So valuable in this world uh, to, to get rid of the toxic relationships that, that weigh you down or at least not let it absorb into your truth anymore. And it's just a big step. So this this YouTube thing is great. These podcast things are great. But you and I both have the 100% agreement and are driven by furthering the kingdom of God, period. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And it's just, 
if we can reach one person, if we can reach 10 people, if we can reach 20 people, however we can reach people and show them the love of Jesus Christ, um, that in itself is success, furthering mm. the kingdom of Christ every day. Um, and our families have become uh, friends out of this. You you mentioned family and, and, you know, we are a family, but, you know, our wives have even started becoming friends and chatting and our families know each other and it, they want to say hi to each other when we get on and talk. And it's just it's super awesome. What is what uh, God has done for our two families uh, together in the last uh, two months or however long it's been. Yeah, so it's insane. So I kind of, you know, as we, we talked, we sat, we <laughs> talked about uh, doing this devotional podcast for a couple of weeks um, and like you mentioned the other day, we were just lazy. We just didn't do it. So we sat down, we came up with a time, we came up with this time to sit down and record it. Um, but we never really talked about uh, what we wanted to talk about. So um, I know you came with a devotional and I came with a topic and we kind of settled on on this topic. And um, I think this topic is extremely controversial in the, in the world, uh, depending on how you look at it, right? It's coming from Ephesians. Um, out of the Bible. And I think there's so many different misconceptions of what Ephesians is about. And I have a story that I want to tell everybody about my experience with Ephesians. And uh, maybe Mike can kind of tell you his as well. But uh, first, I want to read Ephesians to you guys, uh, just a couple of verses out of Ephesians here, um, just so you can understand what I'm talking about. And uh, the story will kind of go better. So um, if you guys have your Bibles and you want to follow along, or if you're just uh, familiar uh, with Ephesians at all, if not, um, you can uh, go back and check this out. But it's uh, Ephesians uh, chapter 5, verse 24 through verse 25. And 24 starts off and it says, um, Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So those two verses are potentially the most controversial verses in the Bible. They're verses that no church that I've ever been to has talked about. Um, to hear somebody talk about it, you usually have to go online because I think a lot of people are scared of the power of those verses and how they can be taken. Um, have you read those verses before, Mike? Have you heard about them? Yeah, I, I'm not, and I'll just give it a late. I have not, I am not well versed at all unless I have a Bible in front of me. Uh, it, but that's the way it should be. Uh, when you're talking the truth of Jesus Christ, it's always to have his words in the, the, I guess you could say owner's manual in front of you so you can have a conversation and discuss this. Uh, I understand and, and things are just popping out all over me about my past and, and how I'm living now with my wife. So I've got it right here in front of me. So carry on, young man. Perfect. So we'll just, let's just uh, hit up with the first verse that we read. Uh, I kind of want to break them down um, and tell you my backstory uh, with these. So verse 24 said, now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands and everything. So when I first heard that verse, I was a said Christian. I, I thought I was Christian. I, I said I was Christian. I grew up in, uh, going to church. Um, I prayed, um, and I would have called myself a Christian. And I read that 
uh, verse and it, it really hit me of like, Oh, so wives need to submit to their husbands and everything. And the first thing that I thought about when I read that was the first thing that overwhelmed my body was power, control, evil. And I thought, man, I have all this control. And I started using that in my marriage to control my wife and to get my way with everything and showed her the verse. Uh, you know, it says right here in the Bible that you need to submit to your husband. So everything I say, everything I say, and that's how I thought about it. And I think that's why it's partly controversial is because a lot of people think about it that way because they don't understand that there's more to Ephesians and what Ephesians is actually about. They pick out that verse and they don't actually read past that verse. There's so many uh, amazing things in Ephesians and Ephesians is about being a Christian and it's about marriage and how to live a Christian marriage. But if you just pick out that one verse you can tend to lead that way. So let's just move past that verse real quick and see what the very next verse says. It says, husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So we have one verse that says wives should submit to their husbands and everything. The next, very next verse says, husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So you can't have one without the other and what verse 25 for a non-christian or somebody that is maybe an um hasn't fully accepted christ in is what they kind of think about husbands love your wives just christ loved the church and gave himself up for her is like well i married her i do love her you know she lives with me we sleep in the same bed you know i love her um so those i think is how the majority of people tend to take it and that's how i I took it before my fall and, you know, I was extremely controlling, extremely um, dominant in everything and made sure that she knew you were supposed to submit to me in everything that we do. Um, if I say this is what's going to go and you don't agree, like you have to go my way because the Bible says so. And I used it against her and until she decided to, that that wasn't how the Bible intended it and decided, you know, we need to take a break so I can figure out, you know, she, she knew I needed Jesus. She knew that I said I was a Christian, but I wasn't utilizing the Bible in the right way. I was utilizing it as a tool to, con to understand it the way I want to understand it and control her. Um, so once that happened and I fully accepted Jesus into my life, it has a whole completely different meaning. It has a whole completely different meaning. And that's part of why it's one of the most controversial things. Cause now as somebody who's accepted Christ into my life as the, the ruler, as my leader, as somebody that I try to uh, build my life after and, and be more like when I read the verse now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. And when I look at that now, that's just, it's basically the husband is the the leader of the household. The husband should be um, the leader um, of of the religion, the of going to church, of of uh, praying with his wife, 
leading prayers, praying over her, praying over the children. So that's how it is to me now, is that the husband uh, leads the family in their religious attributes, in their charity work, in their, you know, it is our job as men to lead our family to Christ and with Christ. And so that's the way that I now uh, see that phrase, that verse. And when I think about it, even the other way, it just, it, it just, it hurts. And it, and it hurts to know that I was there at one point thinking about it as a control and a dominance thing over my wife, rather than um, leading my wife to Christ and setting a good example for the family. And then the very next verse, husband loves your, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So that you can't have one without the other. If the wife is supposed to submit to the husband, but the husband is supposed to give himself up for his wife, what do you have happening in a big picture now? So if, if at the end of the day, the husband says, we're going, I'm just going to use church as an example. If at the end of the day, the husband says, we're going to church and the wife doesn't want to, and she's supposed to submit to that, I guess we're going to church. But the very next phrase says, husbands, lay down your life for your wife. So if your wife doesn't want to go to church, maybe church is a bad example, but we're going to roll with it. Then husbands should potentially back off and be like, well, I love my wife as Christ loved the church, so we're not going to go to church. So what do we have here? We have one and then the other. And what it turns into is this big, amazing circle of marriage and compassion for each other because you both have your own feelings, but want to give to the other person and want to give them their feelings. So you can't have one verse without the other. And that's why they're right next to each other in the Bible, in my opinion. So um, that's my experience with that. And Ephesians, if you haven't read Ephesians, I really, really recommend you to go um, read the whole uh, the whole chapter, the whole book of Ephesians. There's so many amazing things in there. Um, it tells you how to be a Christian, how to lead a Christian family. And I think we can all benefit from that because it talks a lot about how to uh, treat your enemies, how to treat hatred. And I just absolutely love it. That's the, I've spent the most time of the Bible in Ephesians. So, um, so with that, I recommend everybody read Ephesians. But I want to get Mike's input here. Mike, what do you think uh, about Ephesians and uh, what we just talked about here? What's your input and take on it? Well, first thing, that was some great stuff, brother. Um, I'm going to try not to get <laughs> deep on this. Uh, had been f married to my beautiful wife for 27 years. Um, I've only been a Christian and a true leader of the family for about three. Um, so let's go back to 24. And where is it? It says, now as the church church submits to Christ, all uh, so also wives should sub submit to their husbands and everything. Um, and then husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and, and gave himself self up for her. Um, I'm going to kind of flip it around a little bit in my experience. Um I used my wife's faith because she has been a, a, faithful since we've been married for these years. And she's and, a preacher's daughter, right? Yes, she is. And had a lot more experience in reading the Bible and praying and just being a faithful uh, child of God. Um, 
I never once in the first 24 years that I was married or ever fan that flame of passion for God. Um, I was always out for me. The, the one thing that I did in our relationship is make it codependent due to the fact that I put Nikki where God should have been for so many years. So as long as I can lie to my wife, as long as I can get my wife to to be okay with me and the lies and the deceit and the manipulation that I, I went through in this world as I was just eating the world up one spoonful at a time, bringing chaos into our life, uh, bringing pain into our life, which, you know what, that's what happens sometimes. Um, as soon as the things went on in my life, my wife absolutely did not trust me at all to be the head of anything, but because of this ring and because of the vows uh, that she stood by for so long. Uh, we made it to that 24th year, but it was done. Um, as soon as I surrendered everything and I had that time to accept God into my life and, and put him in, in the head of everything that I do, things started changing around um, to where she started trusting me. But I didn't have to worry about having my wife trust me. What I had to do is I had to worry about me trusting God, me trusting Christ, believing wholeheartedly that he is real for one thing and, and giving everything over to him, all of the control. And that was hard for me to do, but it happened. And as soon as God was put in his place as the foundation and as the head of my household of my life, my wife started to come around and then it comes down to basically now the church submit. My wife was wanting to submit to her husband as the, the Bible was coming true in our lives. So important because I love my wife as Christ loved the church, which we are the church. We are the people. Uh, we are his children. And as soon as I have basically came down to the fact of my wife can be out of my life. My children can be out of my life. Everything that I love and adore of this world that gives me such peace and love can be out of my life. I have to practice grieving that idea that the one thing, the one truth, the one constant in my life that as long as I have that everything will be okay is Christ. I have faith that God knows this and I pray about it. Prayer is such a big thing, guys uh, and gals that are watching. That if you're struggling with something, pray about it. Pray directly. Pray powerfully. Pray passionately about these things in your life. Um, it, it, because they will come true, not as you want them, not as you see them, not in a time frame that you want them, but when God sees it fit to fill your life and bless you and give you that grace. Um, so as soon as I put God in that place where he needed to be, Everything just kind of started flowing exactly where it needed. My wife trusted me. She let me be the head of the household. And I have a big responsibility on that. Um, you were talking about, you know, if we get up to church, we'll talk about it and be like, you really want to go to church today? Sometimes it's me saying, no, I'd rather just sit here and, and do some videos and do this other stuff and not go to church which that doesn't mean that you can't have a relationship with God. That just means you're not going to church to, to share fellowship with other Christians. Um, you always have that faith. Um, but I always advise go to church because it's so filling and so amazing when you get out. Um, and where was I going with this? The last three years of my marriage out of the 27, 
her and I have bonded closer and more purely because of our relationship with God, because we are both willing to let the other fill that role, fill that void in our lives, the trust that comes with Christ. It's just so powerful. Now that I am the man of the house, if she decides that she doesn't want to go to church, I still have to sharpen my sword. I still have to put on my armor of God, regardless of where anybody else is in my life. My relationship with my king and my father is the most important thing out of everything. And everything will fall into line. And that's that's it's just an amazing, amazing transformation in my life where I used to be and where I am today. And that's just a testimony of how how powerful God is. Oh, I've got the family coming in now, too. So they're all here getting ready to eat that spaghetti. But that's 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 where these things come from. As long as God is first in your life, everything else falls in line. It doesn't matter what it is, because without God or with God, nothing is impossible, period. And how big is your God? How big is your God that you're going to get out of your way and give him that trust to come in and fix your marriage, to break them them, down them walls, to communicate with your partner about the things that that hurt, to be transparent, to be vulnerable. What's up, dude? And my son is here. What's up, man? Daniel Cribs. Hey, guys. Say hi to Tyson. Hey, Tyson. How you doing, Uh, man? What an amazing thing, too, with that this just goes to show how God is great. Um. He he was far. You can get down here so you can see. We started the channel on basically just so I could have a relationship with my son. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the things that God has given me, the family aspect of it. It's it's not just with your wives because what comes from your wives but your children. Um, it just has done so many things for my family and the blessings. But that's because I am the head of the household. I no longer have to fear them into knowing that I'm the man just because I can punch him in the face and beat him up. It's because I'm loving and passionate and you know what I mean? And transparent for those things. Love is the greatest thing. Love will always conquer everything. Yeah. And once you, I mean, just to, I mean, that's an amazing story uh, that you told and, and I thank you for that. And, you know, like we talked about verse 24 and 25, right. And right after that, and this is why I'm encouraging everybody to go read Ephesians because right after that, it also says to sanctify your wife, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and walk in love just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for her, gave himself up for us. Um, and then it also goes on to say, husbands, love your wives as your own body. He who loves his wife loves himself. So this isn't anything about anything other than love and passion for your wife you know and that I, I definitely I, I recommend everybody read it um, your story is extremely powerful for what happened in your marriage and and uh, the fact that you know your wife stuck through you with all of that uh, probably I would say just my guess correct me if I'm wrong because of how Christian she is. She kept, I bet she prayed every single day for you to find every Jesus single day. and sat and waited because that's what the Bible tells her to do. You know, and the guess Bible what happened? 23 years later, her prayer was answered. It took 23 years, but the prayer was answered. And now I bet she's probably sitting there thinking like the last three years have been the best three years of our marriage. I can guarantee yeah. it. She said that, yeah. you know, yes. I mean, it's, 
it's simply amazing. And it's amazing how the last three years are the best three years of the marriage, but you've had kids before that, you know, yeah. it's still yes. the best three years because what can happen when everybody finds Christ is just amazing. And I mean, take that beyond, beyond marriage. Think about, let's just take a cul-de-sac and think about your neighbors. You have 10 houses in a cul-de-sac and the neighbors, if everybody found Christ and in there, everybody would be bringing everybody snacks and there'd be neighborhood barbecues and it'd be the most peaceful, amazing neighborhood. They'd be gathering together to worship. Um, and if we can take that and spread the love of Jesus wherever we can, we're only going to help uh, this world be a better place at all times, right. you know, and that's what we're called to do, you know, and so I'm just extremely thankful for that. So um, I know you have a family there for dinner and I have some stuff going on too. So anything you want to add before we end this out, Mike? It's just, it's just amazing what, what we're doing. And I think it's just the all glory to our father for speaking the truth of Christ and, you know, the blessings and the grace that we are going to do that just because we, we lift him high and honor his name is great. Um, to have me sitting here as this man that I am now, I have a completely different uh, feeling of what's going on out in the kitchen. Uh, I would have been the one that went and hid and had to leave because of the family coming over because I just didn't want to deal with the truth, you know, uh, because you can see how everybody feels about you. But right now, just having that, the love and you and me sitting here, you're my family. You're with me. You're here with me, too, with your family. Uh, the big picture is, is just so amazing. I just get goosebumps because of the love, the love. Yeah. You know? and it's so it's refreshing good. when you're transparent. It's like it is. You don't have any any skeletons you have to hide because you're transparent. I've messed yes. up. I ain't trying to hide it. I'll tell anybody right. what I've done, yep. you know, because yeah. transparency takes this huge weight off of your shoulder and you and you give it you give it away because yep. you have Christ and you can just be transparent and know it doesn't matter what happens because I still have Christ. And and I know this what we're doing here, we're gonna get into some deep heartfelt things. I just have no doubt because of the things that you've dealt with in your life, the struggles that you've had, the pain that you've had. Uh, I, I'm excited to hear what your take is on it. And I have a lot of things that I can bring to this. And it all just comes down to the healing of Jesus Christ and where we put that. Us telling our story and us not being afraid or fearful to give our testimony to somebody else that may be struggling with maybe some of the same things. It's going to be like, man, these guys are sitting here talking about this um, and maybe just let it absorb in that. Maybe it'll just give them that hope. If you just do that, the Holy spirit will just come in and sprinkle love and grace all over the place and just let the healings begin. It's, it's an amazing thing. Absolutely, brother. All right. Uh, let's end uh, this episode uh, with a prayer uh, for everybody. So um, I'll go ahead with that. And dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for um, this time spent together with all the family that joined us uh, on this podcast, uh, from Mike and his family, uh, for taking time away from their dinner together to be with us and, and get this podcast out and and we know, God, that uh, you are the true king that we look up to and we uh, are trying to spread the word out for every day. And we just pray that uh, you continue um, to help us and take our earplugs out, take our blinders off so we can see your truth in everything that we do. And I thank you for the technology 
that we have to be able to do this and reach other people and and help everybody understand uh, just to sit and, and listen to this and soak it up and and feel your love and your passion uh, while they have the opportunity to, to listen to uh, a Bible study like this or and 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 help them understand that if they need anything that they can more than uh, you know to please reach out um, to 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 Mike or myself as uh, we are always here for them because we consider everybody family. So thank you so much uh, for this opportunity, God. It's it's because of you that we get the opportunities that we get to face every day, and and a lot of times we don't get to thank you enough and. Um, but we know that uh, you know how thankful we are, but having that relationship with you is so extremely important. And uh, I pray that you uh, bless everybody that's on this uh, podcast and listening and everybody that we can touch on a daily basis. Uh, in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. everybody. Well, thank you uh, for joining on to this first episode of the Mike Tyson devotional. We got some really, really good stuff lined up for you. Um, but, you know, first and foremost, we just appreciate you being in our uh, family and uh, that uh, you compelled us uh, enough and wanted us to do a podcast that we sat down and did a podcast for you guys. So um, I hope it's uh, what you guys are expecting and that we can help anybody and lift somebody's day in a time of need. So until we come back to you with episode two. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. And I know what Mike's going to say. So go ahead. We love you and we're proud of you. Go tell somebody that you love them and that you're proud of them. It makes a huge difference. Absolutely. God bless you guys. God bless, guys.